Hi everyone, welcome to The Prefect Perspective. I'm your host Erin and today we're going to be giving you some revision tips and advice. I'm joined by our head girl Sophie. Hello. Our academic prefect Kim Man. Hi. And one of our transition prefects Lottie. Hi. So whilst you may not be having normal end of years or anything at the moment, we thought it would still be helpful to give you some tips in case you have any end of topic tests or you just want to keep doing little bits of revision to keep things fresh in your mind. So first we'll be going over some general tips and some good apps and then we'll get into some more subject specific advice. So our first general tip would be to limit your screen time on your phone. Um, if you've got your phone with you the whole time and people are trying to talk to you and it just gets really distracting, really hard to focus. Um, yeah, and I think that's a really good point. And also, I think it's really important to ask your teacher for help because that's what they're there to do. They're there to help you. And sometimes it can be quite daunting to have to go to ask your teacher for advice. But I think especially now in these circumstances, they're more accessible. So I think we should really take the opportunity to ask them for help. Yeah, and don't put yourself into a distracting like work environment so if you're sometimes people find it helpful if they're in their room but then other people might not so then you just got to find the environment that's least distracting for you yeah and try and keep that environment as just a work environment so like if I'm sat at my desk I'm just going to be working I'm not going to be playing on my phone or anything because that really helps you focus a bit more and then also don't just copy your notes out again and again. It doesn't help at all. You need to try and either try and do it from memory or rephrase it or something like that. To try and make it active revision so then it will actually stick in your brain. Um, something else that's really important is to take breaks. There's literally no point sitting at your desk for three hours. You may feel like you've done so much, but really your brain's just going to shut off after about an hour. I think for me, as soon as I get bored, I just go do something else, even if it's for five minutes. If you just have a bit of a break, let your brain kind of recover um, and then go back to whatever you were doing. Having those five minute breaks will make your work so much more productive. Yeah, and I think it's also really important to focus on what you don't know. Because if you're just focusing on what you do know, you're never really going to improve in your subject area. Yeah, and don't just do questions. I mean, practice questions are good, but at the end you need to make sure you compile what you don't know and make sure you know it better so you're not just looking at your mistakes and not acknowledging them you have to improve from them yeah I think it's really easy to just like do a load of questions be like oh I got that wrong oh well I forgot I think instead what's much more worthwhile is to do some questions and then write down what you didn't know so you're appreciating that you didn't know it and also if you're doing a question and you're marking it don't just copy down the answer if you got it wrong make sure you understand why you've got it wrong and how you can improve next time so then also i think it's really helpful to plan your revision ahead then it just makes it so much easier to do it on the day also be focused on what you're working don't just go to your room and then sit there and be like tell your parents yep i've done this work that's pointless actually be like i don't know this i'm going to work on this for 45 minutes and then i'm going to do something else also I would really recommend making a revision timetable. Um, so normally I make my revision timetables on Excel and this is really beneficial to do a little bit of work every day instead of just cramming it all the night before the exam. So now we're going to talk a bit more about some really good apps like Lottie mentioned with Edexcel that are really helpful when revising. 
Okay, so the first app is Flora and I love this app because I get so distracted so easily and it really helps you focus if anything and also it can connect with friends, compete with them and things like that. So say you studied for four hours that day, your friend studied for five, they'd win that day if you know what I mean. So I think this is a really useful app and it just helps you concentrate and it also if you go off the app and go on another app on your phone like Instagram or Snapchat then tree that you're growing will die so basically you want to just stay on that app and it's really good so another app is Quizlet and I'm sure some of you already be familiar with this so obviously it's good for all subjects and not just languages which is what most people think it might be for and it's just good for memorizing vocabulary or just facts or even quotes in English I find Quizlet's really helpful for definitions as well so a lot of um, exams you have to be really specific with what you say when it comes to definitions so that really helps and then another app is Seneca you've got access to loads of different questions across subjects you can do it quickly and you can try and increase your knowledge score it's called and then and that's another way you can compete with friends and try and get the highest knowledge score with it and you can also see your progress in a topic on a subject which is really helpful yeah I also think it's really good for like quick summaries to just check that you can still remember something um, another website that's so helpful is No Fear Shakespeare because, I mean, let's be real, no one understands what the Shakespeare means. But this basically translates Shakespeare into everyday English and it's just so much easier to understand what on earth is going on. Yeah, I think that website's really good for both GCSE and A-level, so I would recommend it as well. Um, and also, an app that I recently discovered doing French and Spanish A-level is News in Slow French, Spanish or German. So you can get a different app depending on which language you want to study. But basically, um, there's a new podcast that comes out every week, and it's basically the news, and they're talking in really, really slow French, Spanish and German. And it's just really good to both understand what's going on in that country at the minute and also improve your listening skills um so another app is um simple mind plus which is for mind maps i think it's a really helpful app if you don't like doing it on paper i mean obviously if you prefer that that's fine but i quite like doing it online because then if it doesn't look quite right i can just easily move it around and it gets rid of that whole need for it to be perfect and neat so that you can actually focus on the thing that you're revising. The next thing is called Temple GCSE. It's got loads of GCSE questions. You build temples by getting questions right, so it's really quite like a game. So it's about making revision a bit more fun, which will try, hopefully make you feel a bit more motivated to actually do revision. The next one is Gojimo, and this is good for like brief questions and little things to just jog your memory. Next one is Freezy Chrono. It means you can make timelines and it's so good. You can colour code things and like Erin said with the simple mind, it means you don't put something on and then you need to add another date in and then you don't have enough room. It just moves everything around for you. Okay, so the next app is Get Revised. It's very useful for making revision timetables and also they send you a lot of like weekly emails that can really help with your revision. And another good app for languages is Duolingo. So it's quite different to like Quizlet or anything like that. So you pick the language you do and then you get different levels and different 
sort of topics and I'm using it currently at the moment to learn a new language during quarantine and some other apps for English are, obvi- are also um, Sparknotes so Sparknotes also translates lots of different texts and Shakespeare texts and you can also do quizzes on it as well and it also gives you character summaries and theme summaries as well and the same with Lit Charts as well. Lit Charts is so useful for your English GCSE it has like summaries of everything summaries of the book summaries of context and characters and it's just very useful i also think podcasts and documentaries are really helpful for things like english or your humanities because then you can get that extra bit of detail and some extra fun facts that a lot of other people might not have that you can put in that will make your essay or whatever you're writing stand out and that will hopefully help you get those higher marks so now we're going to be looking at the subjects in a bit more detail because obviously it varies on how you're going to revise and what's going to work best for you so if we start with maths do questions like so many questions if you go on firefly for gcse i'll go on the maths department and they've literally put every maths paper under the sun there just do the questions and in your textbook there are mixed exercises at the end of every chapter and if there's some like specific equation or specific method you want to learn then maybe make a mind map on it if you want But as Sophie said, I really would just focus on doing questions for math. So next is English. Use the apps that we've mentioned before to have a look at the character summaries and theme summaries. And make sure when you're writing essays, just time yourself. Because obviously you could write a really, really good essay in a really long amount of time. But you obviously won't have that time during the exam. I'd also recommend learning a little context for each book, which you can just whack in the introduction and it will just elevate your essay that little bit to get the higher marks. Yeah, and also it's really important to know your text in depth, whether that's Jekyll and Hyde or Romeo and Juliet, um, because if you're writing an essay on a text that you don't really know very well, it's not going to be a very good essay. Yeah, and also with quotes, I'd say now examiners like it when you have like multiple meanings to a quote so if you can interpret a quote one way and then say alternatively it can be interpreted this way they really like it when you have like a more nuanced approach to it and there's like different meanings behind your quotations for your sciences i think again practice paper questions are really important for these because they'll generally use the same style over and over again so you can get used to that also it helps you work out what you do and don't know i'd also say that the specification you can find online and very often the mark scheme for the questions is the same as the spec so I would personally make summarised notes of the lessons and make sure that my notes cover what's on the specification Um, because they are quite detailed. It does tell you what you need to know and then I would go on and do practice questions. So if we talk about the humanities now, history, I think uh, learning a couple of just a few flashy facts and make them ones that not everyone will know like we mentioned earlier and just slip them into your essays and don't try and focus on learning every single date that you've ever been taught about because that's just unrealistic there's a couple of really good ones are going to be really helpful also if you say you've done an essay in a lesson and it's not gone that well don't rewrite the essay think up a new question and plan an answer to that to be honest unless you struggle with writing essays in time then do practice writing full essays but it's a lot more valuable to plan the essay because obviously that takes so much less time and I think the hard bit about history 
is reading the question and then to like recall the bit that you need for that specific question I think is the hard bit um but yeah it is important to learn the content but at the end of the day you're not going to be able to learn absolutely everything in history it's not necessarily about knowing everything it's about knowing enough to answer the question and then some flashy things to make you sound clever so next is geography with geography I'd say that case studies are obviously very very important because your the majority of your marks will come from knowing your case studies well and what I find is um writing facts about your case studies and doing like mind maps or flashcards and using Quizlet is really good but also usually with the case studies the your teachers will often show you a documentary on them and you can usually find them on YouTube if not just make sure you ask them for the link so that when you're doing your case study you can re-watch the documentary again because I think that really helps when it's more visual and that you, you're actually experiencing like it being it being told to you and I think that helps quite a lot and then for RS okay so with RS I'd say remember your bible quotes like you need to just have a bank of good quotes that can be used and applied in any essay obviously not just love your neighbor because that would be like the, the classic one that everybody will use like you ask people who don't like don't do rs and they'll know that quote so then obviously just make sure you have a quote bank per religion you're doing so i think that should be christianity and buddhism and also just make sure that you also memorize some things that scholars say or philosophers say which will make you stand apart and with rs because you're doing a lot of essays in one go just make sure you practice like timing yourself and structuring yourself before you walk into the exam and then if we talk about languages, so we've already mentioned that quizlets are really helpful for learning any sort of vocab. And then I also think it's really important when it comes to like your speaking tests to record yourself speaking. So when I was revising for our speaking exams, I would record my paragraphs and then listen back to them. And then that helped me learn them a lot quicker. Yeah, I agree. And also for your writing, your teachers will have given you a checklist for like everything that you need to get in i came up with like, a little acronym that had everything every single structure that i needed to get it in and so i would so i remembered that and when i got into the writing exam i wrote that down and i could go through and tick off to make sure i got all the structures and also practical tenses you will have been told but you can't get above a certain grade if you don't have however many tenses it has to be so learn your tense as well it will help you a lot yeah yeah i think tenses are really important in languages and also of course grammar because in translations if you don't get your grammar right you can lose quite a lot of marks so i think grammar workbooks are really useful in languages especially the cgp guides i remember they were so useful for me oh also practice the area that you struggle with i found listening really tricky and so ask your teachers to send you loads of listening examples. It's like we said before, don't do what you can easily do. Practice what you find difficult. So now we'll talk about the art subjects. So if we start with music. I would say for all your art subjects, make sure your coursework is good because that is a large chunk of your final grade. And if you can do well in this, then it makes like your life so much easier so to revise music um in your lessons when you go through and you're making notes on the score make sure they're all color coded with like the harmony texture tonality melody all of that and then i listened to this um piece and i followed my score along and i said all the things that i was reading on my score and then i would 
listen to the music without the score and try and say everything that I had written down at the point at which you could hear it in the music and this makes it a lot easier when you're answering the questions. If you don't like that you can make flashcards for each piece that will really help for your essay when it's asked um, but I would definitely say don't leave it to the last minute. So if we talk about drama now. So for drama, there's three sections that you need to concentrate on in the actual exam. Like Sophie said, it's really important that you, you do well in your coursework. I know that like Miss Lake and Miss Oakley will provide some maybe example answers from previous years and they're really useful to base your answers off. Um, but for the actual exam, for section A, I recommend using flashcards because even though it is multiple choice, those four marks could be so important in your final grade. For section B, definitely revise and watch the play that you're revising a lot of times. Just make sure you know every single thing about that play or the costumes that they wear and that kind of thing just make sure you do a lot of practice questions on that and then finally for section c i'd say definitely use acronyms that miss lake will probably give you and also use flashcards for that as well and then finally if we talk about art so obviously the majority of it will be marked using your coursework and I just want to stress that you will definitely improve so what you do in the beginning is not what it's going to look like at the end and do not be afraid to ask your teacher for advice because they do know what's best because they, they can see your progress and they can see your strengths and your weaknesses and also ask the people in your class because you might feel like it's often a competition between the people in your class sometimes, but just remember it's not you're not you're not actually gonna be marked against each other when it comes down to it. So just don't be afraid to ask your peers for their advice because they have artistic eyes and they'll be able to recognise any mistakes or pieces that need improvements. And also when you do your ten hour exam, I think it is, just make sure you know that you can do it within the ten hours because not being able to finish it is a like kill you <laughs> so just make sure you know that you can do it within the time and make sure you're doing it in a medium that you're actually comfortable in so hopefully you found that helpful and i'll make sure to leave any timestamps for the individual subjects in the description box and obviously if you need any more specific advice or anything then you can always get in touch with us so thank you for listening and if you have any requests or suggestions for future podcasts then you can dm us on the prefect instagram or email me at e.price at not.judiosity.net. Bye for now. Bye. 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 Bye.